Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Dave Bryan, president of Black Dog Builders with offices in Salem and Amherst, New Hampshire. Do you have a personal vision statement? You should. It's the statement that guides your life and provides the direction necessary to chart the course of your days and the choices you make in your life. Today, Dave is going to share the what's, why's, and how's to crafting yours in just a minute. It's not a tumor. It's a quest. It's a quest of fun. Hi, this is Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we share tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. You sure are. Woohoo! So, excited about today, you know... Anything you can do to help you help you know help yourself reach your goals is is a good thing, right? A hundred percent. And I think a personal vision statement sounds like a really interesting way to do that. Yeah, you know, our guest today, Dave Bryan, he has been so generous in sharing his thoughts on this subject with our members at in a roundtables meeting where he is a very popular facilitator. So it's going to be kind of cool to have him share it with our entire listening audience today. It's really, really interesting because, so, you know, I facilitate the uh, marketing pros, mm-hmm. and one of the things I always kind of push is, I say, you know, you have a vision statement and a mission statement for your company, mm-hmm. but you should also have one for your blog, and it's kind uh, of a marketing thing that I say, so yeah, yeah. so that you stay on course, and it's right. kind of helping you make mm-hmm. sure it's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. How many people have one for just their personal life? Yeah, yeah. So it's a great idea. Mm-hmm, for sure. So let's drive in. Let's learn more about this. Dave Bryan is the president of Black Dog Builders in Salem and Amherst, New Hampshire. After starting his business in 1989, he has built Black Dog into a strong, consistently profitable business with several diversification under its umbrella. Dave is an entrepreneur who is known for the discipline and the care with which he runs his company. Dave is also one of our, as I mentioned before, popular roundtable facilitators where he shares the story of his personal vision with the roundtable members in the groups in which he facilitates. So thanks for being here, Dave. Ah, thanks for having me. You know, I love it when you share your personal vision statement with our members because it's so incredibly powerful. It's just you can you can feel the just sort of the emotion in the room when you do that. But so let's start out. Give me a definition. What is a personal vision statement? Well, so if it's if it's okay, um, I mean for me. Um, what I say, it's, it's sort of my North star. It's sort of the guy. So as you can appreciate, I think, uh, most of the folks listening, uh, there are a million ways in a given day for you to kind of get knocked off course. And, um, and you start every day with a, a list of to do's and, and a, and a focused list of things you want to accomplish. And then life gets in the way and business gets in the way. And, uh, you know, hopefully when you started the day, all those things you wanted to accomplish were in support of your goals and in support of, furthering your life and furthering your company. Um, but it's often that, you know, then the urgent gets involved and you don't get to the important, right? So having a personal vision statement, I think is one of those things that can kind of help you keep on, on the path, keep on track. Um, and especially as entrepreneurs, it's a very lonely business. I mean, you know, for if you're the one at the top, uh, and, and your success or failure is essentially kind of on you, uh, and you are the leader, and there's not a lot of accountability outside of that. So your personal vision statement can kind of help create internal accountability, personal accountability. Um, and one of the things that I say to members when we do a roundtable meeting uh, is that I think the average person spends more time 
uh, planning a vacation than they spend planning their life, right? Which is a little scary. And I think it's incredibly true. I think how many times, how how many people do you know have actually sat down with their significant other and said, are we on the right path? Are we doing the right thing? You know, is it going okay? Um, And, uh, and the, 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 the truth is I think that there are not a lot of folks that do that. And so planning your life, and using something like a personal vision statement uh, kind of go hand in hand. So as you're building your goals, and as you're making sure you're heading in the direction you and your significant other want ahead, having a vision statement is just one of those things that kind of reinforces that when you read through it, you can critically reflect back on your day and say, oh, did I get that right? Or, you know, I really wasn't very true to myself. I let, I let other things take precedence, you know? So, Dave, when you're thinking about your personal vision statement, like how far out are you thinking? Where are you, you know, are you, are you thinking about where you are today and where you want to go? Or are you envisioning yourself in the future or is it something in between? Well, so it's funny when I first wrote my vision statement, um, I wrote it with a bunch of, a bunch of statements in it that says, I will like, uh, you know, I, I, I will be closer to God or I will be taking care of myself or I will. And then I shared it with a guy that I really am close to whose opinions I really respect. Uh, and this is the only time I made a revision to it is when he had said, no, no, that's, you don't want to be thinking about will, right? The only thing we can do is right now. We only have now it's now and it's gone. It's now and it's gone. We only have right now to work on. So I then switched the, the, the tense of my, uh, statement to, I am, I am doing these things. Now, do I do it every day? Am I, am I on it every day? No, it's aspirational. It's like, you know, I am, you know, working to do all the things that I want to. And so I don't anticipate my personal vision statement changing until, you know, probably when I have comments about my kids and the things that we're aspiring to do as we raise our kids, I have comments about our businesses and the things we're aspiring to do and what our businesses do for us. There'll be eventually a time when, you know, uh, our kids are, they don't don't need our guidance anymore and where our businesses don't need our input because I'm, you know, doing other things. So I suppose it might change then, but my personal vision statement has been with me for uh, 10 years and it's probably unchanged for another 10. So the elements that are in this, you mentioned you're talking about your kids, you're talking about your spouse, you're talking about your business. So, you know, how how do you start developing this and what are the elements that need to be part of it in your opinion? So, yeah, I did some reading about it before I wrote mine and, um, you know, I've always been very, very goal focused. I have, uh, a full list of personal goals, a full list of business goals. I'm always rotating those goals. I've had, uh, you know, I think right now there's 18 business goals and 24 personal goals, and I, I continue to, to move forward on those. I look at those and sort of said, well, you know, in what areas are my, are there kind of concentrations, right? And, and, and you know, there's obviously things that are sort of about my, my, my marriage or the things that are about the business or the things that are about my health or about my family or whatever. And so that began to create some themes. And then I started trying to dig in a little deeper and say, okay, what's important to me about those areas and what do I want to put out there for me to aspire to um, and to try to realize that I think would be true to myself and true to the things I want in life. And so, you know, I, I, I took a yellow yellow pad and just kind of started writing and started thinking about what what are the what are the words that that I think of when I'm thinking about my life running the way that I dream of my life delivering all the things that you know uh, that that when I wake up in the morning I'm excited to put my feet on the ground and when I put my head down on the pillow at night I'm grateful for the day I had and I'm grateful for all the blessings I have 
then I just tried to capture that in writing. And and because like I said in the beginning, you know, uh, who can't relate to the fact that your days don't always go like you, as you want, or who can't relate to the fact that, um, you know, things happen and bad things come into your life that you can choose to let upend you or you can choose to move through. And when you have that vision statement that keeps you centered, it's a lot easier to move through those bad things and not have them totally derail you. So when you started to develop this, your personal vision statement, did you do it all in one sitting? So no. Uh, The truth is, so so do you remember what it was like in 2008? Yes. (laughs) So in 2008, our company went from uh, 42 employees to 22 employees in a year. Wow. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it was uh, brutal. And I was flipping out. And uh, I was not the calm, cool, and collected leader that you see today. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so uh, my wife and I actually took a retreat for a, a weekend um, up north and just kind of locked ourselves in a room. And we created a vision board, which you've probably heard of before. Yeah. And so we, um, we, create, we, were, we needed to kind of center me and ground me and, um, and, and you know, get my, my head in the right place. Uh, and that was the beginning of that process. Like, okay, we'll get through this. We'll figure this out. Um, there's not going to do any good to run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Um, and so creating a vision board and doing that with my wife and beginning to think kind of critically about not just survival and then moving beyond that and saying, okay, uh, it's not enough to survive. I need to aspire to more than that. That's what was the impetus behind the, uh, start of the vision statement and then, uh, and then kind of growing it from there. To our listening audience, describe what a vision board is, please. So uh, for me, it was uh, it was you know, a piece of uh, foam core uh, and a uh, and an opportunity to uh, sit down and say, you know, what's it? I did this again with my with my spouse. I think you could essentially kind of do one for your company as well. Um, we talked about all the things that are important to us, and and we then printed out images or found images of those mm-hmm. things that were representative of what's important to us. So our church is a big deal. Uh, our, our kids are a big deal. Our uh, time that we spend, you know, uh, on Martha's Vineyard is a big deal. So, uh, so those things, we put images up um, and it's really compelling. You, you know, um, we put that piece of foam core in our bedroom and I looked at that for years um, and, it, you know, it, uh, it's very, I don't know, it's very uh, supportive, especially when things are difficult um, and very uh, focusing. Um, and it's also a big deal to do with someone you care about because it helps to make sure you right. both still are on the same page. Right? It's pretty easy to get off the same page. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a visual person. So for me, that board uh, was, it's kind of like a collage and it's just kind of free flowing. Uh, but it's, you know, an image that I care about, an image my wife cares about, an image I care about, an image my wife, and, and, you know, hopefully there's some overlap in there, right? Mm-hmm. So, Dave, your personal vision statement, I mean, it, it has personal in it. Do you share it with others? Do you share it with people outside of your family? So I actually do, so I do share it actually typically in the groups that I facilitate. I don't do it every time if it's appropriate and it kind of comes up or if I feel like there's somebody who's really lost and struggling um, I will share it. And then typically, um, before I share it, I'll tell people that, um, I'm going to read it to you if you'd like me to, and, you know, take with it, take from it what you can. But what I won't do is email it to you. And the reason is 
because um, it's a really personal thing, and I'm doing them a disservice if I show them mine, right? Because theirs should look nothing like mine. Right. Theirs should look like theirs, right? So I, I feel like it's a, I feel like if people get excited about the idea of writing one, they need to do the work, and it's hard work. You got to do the introspection, and you got to think about it, and you got to, um, you know, uh, go through the self-assessment and. Mark, have you ever done any uh, meditating? I, you know, I tried, and I'm horrible at it. So if so, if I ever did the too. lightning round, <laughs> I, I, that would be you know, something like, I'm bad at. Like, like to try to clear your mind and just have nothing going on but focus on your breathing for three minutes is really hard. Really hard. Ten minutes, right? I couldn't even make ten seconds. I was sitting there for ten seconds, and I'm like, I'm breathing now. I'm breathing now. What am I doing later? <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, and and uh, and so. So I feel like getting good at meditation is like the same thing. It's like it's to push past that place where you can uh, just get distracted easily. It's the same thing as writing your vision statement. If you get a, a sample vision statement, you're just going to bang something out, right. and it won't have meant nearly as much as if you actually, you know, you get to three and a half minutes of meditating and you really realize that you didn't get distracted for the first time. You're like, holy cow, that was much more meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. You know, so same same idea. So uh, so I'm happy to share it. Um, and, uh, but, but with the caveat that people need to kind of do their own, their right. own work. What, how about your, um, your, you, you talked about roundtable members and people that were kind of hurt and how about your, um, your staff, your employees, do they, have they heard it? Do they know it? Uh, interestingly, no, I, it's funny you say that I've never, I've never thought to share it with them. Mm -hmm. I think because mostly I aspire to make sure that they know my heart through my actions, mm -hmm. right? Your employees are watching you 24 seven, right? Right. So they see every single thing you do. Uh, they see those things you do with integrity, those things that you do that are not, you know, that are, are skirting integrity. They see all that stuff. Right. And, uh, and watch you like a hawk. So I guess I feel like hopefully if I'm doing it right, um, I'm, I'm living it in front of them. I don't get to do that with, with the RA members because we're there for a few days and we're gone, right? So, right. Um, but, but I'm hoping that sort of in my family and in my company, um, I'm, I'm living into what I want to be and, and they would be able to, you know, see that. Mm -hmm. So you know how when you're planning your business, you're looking at, you're looking to strategic planning for your business and you try to tie in the vision statement and the mission with the financial and the practical and the organizational charts and tie it all together. Do you try to do that in your personal world as well? To say, okay, this is my so, vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think, um, so my wife and I have some, some very um, specific things we want to do that are, you know, the idea for us is not to, um, you know, uh, buy, uh, you know, cottage by the, uh, you know, in some retirement community and just kind of cash it in. There are a lot of things we want to do that are kind of, kind of um, you know, different and unusual and exciting. And, um, and I don't think you, you can't have a vision statement that relates to, at least I can't have a vision statement that relates to my work and then my personal life. And they're like, you know, in silos, they're all, it's completely woven together. It's totally, you know, it's totally um, tied in and, and, um, and, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of, there's a few things in here that reference work and in my vision statement that reference work and, and only because I look at work as, um, just a tool. It's That's no right. different than I was swinging a hammer. When I was swinging a hammer, it was a tool. 
my work, uh, you know, I love what I do. I feel very blessed. But at the end of the day, it's just a tool to build a life. It's right. not at all my life. It never will be my life. I don't want it to be my life. I don't want it to be any of my employees' lives. Mm. I want my employees to give me 100% while they're here, nothing when they're gone. They go home and have a life that they can enjoy. And, and you know, and I do the same thing. Mm. I don't, uh, uh, and that's also kind of part of that vision is, is you know, I, I know too many people who define themselves by what they do, and I don't think that's what we were put here for. Yeah. So just to try to help our listeners visualize it, and myself for that matter, because I don't know it, and obviously I haven't seen it because you don't send it around. <laughs> how, 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 how long, how, how many pages is it? How long is it? So it's, it's, it's uh, maybe uh, a half a page, double-spaced. If you'd like, I could read it to you. I don't know whether that's going to play well, but if I could read it, I'd read it to you, I'd be happy yeah. to. Sure. Great. Okay. So um, it says, I am leading an extraordinary life that will end without regrets. A life that is more about appreciating the journey than anticipating the destination. A life that allows me to grow in new ways and be the person I am really capable of being. I'm raising a family of independent, loving, and caring children who take risks, live life, give back, and appreciate the incredible opportunities they have. I'm growing closer to God. I'm living in a state of gratitude. I'm creating abundance in all aspects of my life. I'm contributing and giving back to my community in ways that leverage my gifts. I am the brother, husband, father, uncle, and leader that would have made my parents proud. I am focusing on the positive. I am spending time caring for myself. I am pursuing the things in life that bring me joy. I am aspiring to bring joy to others. I am consistently building enterprises that are a means to achieve this vision. Wow. Beautiful. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Got to cover a lot of ground, don't you? I, I get, yeah, I mean, I think so. And it's fun as I look back at it, and I've not really critiqued it since I wrote it to say, or I haven't certainly talked about it like this. Um, you know, and I think as I look through it, I can see some of my maturation. When I was young, um, it was all about getting to the next place. I was never happy where I was. Yeah. Had to move, had to get to the next place, and I didn't do a good job at enjoying the journey mm-hmm. at all, right? And uh, with a little maturity and maybe a tiny bit of wisdom, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> so all we have is the journey, right? Yeah. And we got to make sure we're, we're having fun doing it. What does it mean to you, if you don't mind me asking one question about it, what does it mean to you to create abundance in all areas of your life? So I guess I, you know, I, part of it is just perspective, right? I don't want, um, I don't want to live with a scarcity mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think abundance for when a friend needs my help and my time, I need to, that's got to be there. Even when it's not there, it's got to be there, right? And I got to find the ability to say yes when it's easier to say no. Um, and uh, and you know, certainly, then you can also look at it um, financially. You can look at it from a relationship standpoint. So, you know, abundance in my relationship with my wife is um, is trying to give more, give more than she expects, give be you know, give more of myself. Certainly, just like everybody else, I you know, I can fall short in that, but. I'm aspiring to, to be enough for, or more than enough for, for her or for my kids. Um, you know, I don't want my kids to be thinking, you know, <laughs> my son today has got a scrimmage and it's at three o'clock and I told him I was going to come and, you know, said dad, he's like, dad, don't come. Right now. I know he says dad don't come. What he really means is I would like if you came, right? <laughs> so I'm going to find the time to go see him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's, that's more, 
uh, I think just seeing seeing where those are opportunities and seeing that where the world is abundant and and and, and that I want to be part of that yeah. Yeah, and not and not part of the fact that oh there's never enough this there's never enough that and you know uh, somebody asks me how your day is my day is friggin' fantastic every day <laughs> you know short, short of a cancer diagnosis I am having an awesome day right, <laughs> right. Um, and that's just a mindset you know mm-hmm. well I'd like to move on from that to giving you an abundance of ridiculous questions. How about that? (laughs) I'm ready. ready. Let's do it. And now, here's a Remodeler's Advantage Lightning Round. It's a trap! 60 seconds on the clock. What's your favorite business book and why? I'm going to go with The Highest Calling. Um, And The Highest Calling is a book that Larry Janeski wrote. Um, And mostly because I'm a sucker for sort of those motivational kind of things. I, I am, I've always got something plugged into my car uh, or reading it, and those things that kind of lift me up and make me feel positive and optimistic, I'm all about that. If you weren't the president of Black Dog Builders, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, I think I'd be an attorney and I would be miserable. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I really that, that almost happened. That, and, and I would be I would be a rotten mean SOB. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. What are you not very good at? <laughs> Every day. Uh, there's stuff that I'm not very good at. Um, working on patience. You know, I um, I like things to happen at a brisk pace. I like things to move along. Victoria, I think you can probably appreciate yes, that. Yes, definitely. You're, you know, and that's not um, that doesn't always get the job done, and that doesn't always leave my people feeling appreciated. Um, so, working on patience is probably my best opportunity. Your room, your desk, or your car? Which would you clean first? Uh, my desk. What did you have for breakfast this morning? A bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, and a Diet Coke. (laughs) Oh, man, that's healthy. (laughs) There are dozens of high school stereotypes. Jocks, nerds, stoners, wimps. What were you? Oh, my gosh. This is getting pretty serious. I'm going to have to face my own mortality here. Um, I was – I actually kind of fell between the cracks. I worked all through high school. I had a bunch of different friend groups, but not really clamped into any particular one. I would have guessed jock right off the bat. <laughs> ah, well, you're too kind, but I'll tell you what. I uh, uh, until my until I was a junior in high school, I was uh, significantly overweight and out of shape. Honest to and God! Then, and now well, everybody asks yeah, me if you I'm, were a Marine. They do. They do. I get that. In, in RA, I get that almost every meeting. I bet every meeting. Were you in a Marine? Um, <laughs> But, 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 you know, it's amazing the motivation that you can get out of wanting to date a girl, right? And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, that was very compelling, so I changed my ways. <laughs> Good for you. Well, Dave, thank you so much for being taking part in this and, and sharing what's very personal to you and, and just so helpful to all of our my listeners, pleasure. I'm sure, you know, just seeing what's possible. Now, before we let you go, I want you to share your five words of wisdom with our listening audience. Love. Passion, vision, mission, and caring. Those are those are big to me. Um, and uh, I guess life without love uh, is pretty pretty empty. Um, and when you're passionate about what you do in whatever it is you do, it just feels better. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, people I know people that in fact, you know, passion being passionate is one of our core values in our company. 
um, because I don't want people who drag their way through life in the company. They bring everybody else down. So that having having passion and enthusiasm, uh, you know, goes a really really long way to raising the bar for you and for those people around you. Right? Um, vision, I think. So my personal vision statement. That's all well and good, but I think as leaders in our companies, that no one else is going to create the vision. No one else is going to tell us where we're going. Um, and your people uh, need that from you. Your people are waiting for that. And if you aren't giving it, um, they're just kind of stumbling through the day. And so uh, knowing where you're going and your people know where you're going is a big part of that deal. Um, and then mission is kind of where, where you know, the rubber hits the road. And uh, how are we executing on that? How are we working through our challenges every day and, and meeting what uh, our employees need, meeting what our clients need, mm-hmm. meeting, uh, meeting what we expect of ourselves. Um, and then caring, right? So you know the old story, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. I, it, that's trite, but it, but it hits me, uh, you know, it hits me between the eyes every time I read it or every time I hear it, and I believe it, you know, and uh, um, it's just it's an important part of, of how I aspire to live my life. I know I fall short every day, but it's what I'm aspiring to. That's beautiful. I like great five words. Wonderful. Dave, Thanks. thank you so much for sharing and being, you know, being opening up to us in this. It's very generous of you, and I appreciate it greatly. Glad you could make it. <laughs> Talk to you again <laughs> soon. All right. Bye, bye Dave. See you. Thanks. All right, bye. You know, I don't have a personal vision statement like that. Do you? Oh, my God, no. You know, it's so introspective. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so bad at that kind of thing. I mean, just, I mean, like, he asked me about meditating. I mean, literally, I tried it once or twice. Someone's like, it's the most amazing thing. You right, gotta try right. it. Mm-hmm. Turned everything off, closed. And I just, all I did, I was like, I gotta go. I gotta get moving. I gotta mm-hmm. get do something else. I right. can't, I, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it would take a lot of, uh, of discipline to really take the time to do it. But I think, I really think just like we promote and believe in vision statements for our company, that having that for your life, especially if you are doing it with a significant other to show that you're on the same page and to understand that what's important to you is important to the other person. So it's a, it's fun. It's a wake up call. Cause I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm the one on the soapbox. I started the show saying, you know, I tell, I tell mm-hmm. marketers to write a, a, a mission and a mm-hmm. vision for, for things like their blogs and for mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. I mean, how do you, how can you not have one for your own life? And right. what, what do you say? I mean, he said people spend hours, weeks, months planning yeah. vacations, right? but right. they won't plan their life. And also, I was shocked to hear that he was overweight, overweight in shape. Right. <laughs> no kidding, man. That's it's so hard to believe. Well, hearing what he had for breakfast kind of. Yeah, well, that that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I think that was another great episode, a little bit of a different angle on things for this. I, and uh, Yeah, I need to do it. So mm-hmm. hopefully our listeners will too. I'm curious. I'm going to try give it a shot. Yeah. All right. Appreciate Dave for being here. And very we much. very much appreciate you for listening. Mm-hmm. I'm Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. Thank you for being here. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.